You're listening to Let's Stay Together Anime Break, the subseries of Let's Stay Together where we talk about the 2019 anime Fruits Basket. I'm Ellen. And I'm Kayla. And today we're discussing episode two of the final season, which was called That's an Unwavering Truth. Yay. I have, I have no comment. <laughs> we actually, me and the um, anime people who plan the titles or whatever, finally agree on a title. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I can't make fun of it. <laughs> Uh, we're going to do our summary, and then spoiler-free discussion, spoiler discussion like we always do today. Wait, like we always do. Today, on this episode. <laughs> today. <laughs> like we always do. Exactly, so... today. <laughs> I was telling Kayla, I just, like, rolled in hot out of work, so I still don't know what's going on. But it's okay, by the time I finish reading this summary that I wrote for myself three days ago, we'll all be back on track. It'll be fine. <laughs> you're, you're reading the summary, and you're like, oh, so that's oh, what happened. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, there was like Sugar and Nikito. They like did stuff and they fought and whatever. <laughs> they did they stuff. They did indeed do stuff. <laughs> stuff. <laughs> uh, this episode covers chapters 100 and 101 of the manga. We covered this in our episode number 51, which, as I said, is called The Honest Unshakable Truth. So, like, they, they align for once, which is great, I guess. Plagiarism. I still think. <laughs> <laughs> All plagiarism from Natsuki Takaya. You mean? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the episode opens in a garden at the, with, uh, uh, nope. <laughs> it's going well. It's good. The episode opens in a garden within the Soma estate in the past. Shigure reads, and Baby Baby Akito approaches from behind and asks, Shigure, do you love me? He asks if she's been running around asking everyone that, but she's persistent. Do you love me? He smiles, stands, and plucks a camellia flower from a nearby bush and gives it to her. I care about you more than anyone, he says. That's an unwavering truth. I love you, Akito. He kisses her cheek. In the present, Akito wakes in her dark bedroom, and she isn't sleeping alone. And then we cut to the opening credits. <laughs> I, I assume that that's Kareno there, right? This was right after last episode, so I assume mm. it was him. After the opening credits, at Shigure's house, Toru was making paper flowers for their school's graduation ceremony, and Shigure asks to unfold one. They chat. Toru thinks back to what Karino told her the other day. She tries to bring it up to Shigure, but panic makes tea instead. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it is a tough topic to ask about, he says out loud. In the other room, making tea, Toru wonders how she could ask. And the things that Karino-san told me make me feel like I'm looking into a deep, dark well, she thinks. At school, Machi catches the sight of Yuki. Elsewhere in the hall, Toru and Miji catch up. I'm having fun with my class, but the seniors have to graduate, so I bet they're sad, Momiji says. I am sad! Yuki-kun! Makoto laments and stumbles off sadly. Haru helpfully suggests that he repeat a year. Momiji <laughs> says that he thought about repeating a grade two to be with Momo, who wants to go to this school too, but he'll have graduated by then. He lets go of Toru's hand to talk to Haru, and Toru thinks that she can't tell Momiji what Kareno said either, and can't tell him anything about Kareno and Uo. I don't know what I can say or how much, she thinks. What would people think if I did? How would they feel? Meanwhile, our favorite trio of the Prince Yuki fan club <laughs> members run past, having stolen all the paper flowers that Yuki made. When Toru returns to the classroom, the classmates debate what to do. You make the flowers, Kyo, Uo suggests. Kyo argues that he just finished his share, but suddenly realizes that those have been stolen too. By his own fans, of course. Not that he knows about. <laughs> After realizing that the only thing they can do is remake his share, this lights a fire in their hearts, and the kids storm out of the class to track the culprits down, leaving Toru and Kyo alone in the classroom. <laughs> <laughs> I love Toru's classmates. <laughs> <laughs> I liked this part where they're like, "What do we do?" And then they're like, "Get, let's get him at the end," you know. <laughs> like uh, when Toru's like, "Wouldn't it be better just to make remake them?" And Uo's like, "Don't be soft on crime." Or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> after after telling Kyo that he should just remake all of them, yeah. <laughs> 
Meanwhile, Yuki makes his rounds at the school, asking if anyone needs help with graduation prep, and after receiving many polite no's, he continues. He sees a group of kids chatting in the yard below. A girl and a boy playfully push each other, and he smiles and thinks it looks fun. Suddenly, we hear the sound of running footsteps, and Machi skids into the hallway in front of Yuki, panting. <laughs> Machi, you surprised me. Why are you running so fast? He asks. When you roam around in strange patterns, I can't predict your route, and I lose you, she says. Oh, you were looking for me? Sorry, did you want me for something? Yuki asks. No, she says, and turns <laughs> away. Wait, you ran around looking for me until you were out of breath for no reason? He asks. I did want something. Which is it? He asks. <laughs> to say hello, she says. I saw you, so I thought I'd say hello. But you kept roaming. Please say patrolling, he says. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I just got stubborn because you were hard to catch, that's all, she says. Yuki thinks that she could have just said hello to him when she saw him later. She chased me down for that. She came to me, of all people. He blushes. He puts his hand on her head. Thank you, he says. She turns and flings the paper flower she was carrying <laughs> right in his face. What did I do deserve that, he says. And what is this? A flower. Really? It's even worse than the ones I made, he says. It's a flower, <laughs> Machi insists. That <laughs> was cute. I don't think they should be together. I don't think they'll survive. <laughs> <laughs> Neither of them can do things. No. <laughs> but maybe it's good. Maybe. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Yuki thinks that he can get better through sheer willpower, so. <laughs> we don't know what will happen in the future. I was going to say, maybe they'll just both be fine with the level of, like, every Ikea furniture in their house is, like, half put together and, like. Yeah. The All the food is, like, half burned but <laughs> edible. <laughs> half burned but edible. Yeah, exactly. There's, like, uh. <laughs> But then there's like a, you know, a thriving plant in the window that Yuki was taking care mm -hmm. of. And then whatever Machi's special talent is, which I'm sure <laughs> They'll convert has. to a raw diet and just eat all <laughs> the produce. <laughs> it might be better for them in the long run, yeah. <laughs> Back in the classroom. It's been a while since the mob. I mean, Uo, Hana, and the classmates all headed out for justice. <laughs> Kyo and Toru chat. And Toru notices birds flying outside and thinks again about what Karino told her. Kyokun, she says. What would you think if there was someone in the Zodiac whose curse was broken? Huh? What do you mean? There's no way for me to know that. Don't ask hypothetical questions about stuff like that, he says. Toru looks away darkly. He notices and asks, Hey, why are you so depressed now? <laughs> Sorry, that was thoughtless of me, she says. Whoa, 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 don't apologize, he says. I'm not mad, I swear. Wasn't my phrasing? Is that? Look, I'm sorry, I should have just said it better. Makio <laughs> freaks out, Toru thinks. What should I do? I don't want to upset him. I can't raise my head. I'm afraid I'll cry. Kyo holds out a paper flower to her, and she gently takes it. Suddenly, the classroom door slides open, and their tender moment is interrupted by the mob who have returned. All is resolved, the flower thieves have been apprehended, and will be remaking the flowers that they took. At the estate, Shigure visits Akito. He gives her the red paper flower that he unfolded. Hey, do you still remember? Akito asks, thinking of the earlier time in the garden. Remember what? Shigure says. Later at home, Yuki helps Toru with the dishes. Her mind wanders to Rin. She's been trying to break the curse, too. Should I tell you, Azizu-san? Toru wonders. Then she realizes it's been a while. She hasn't seen Rin since New Year's, and she'll have to go see her. Kyo enters and says that Shigure will be out late with his editor. Meanwhile, said editor sobs to her <laughs> boss on the phone that she might not psychologically make it through the night intact. Did you know that the devil pretends to be a wanderer before he gets in the boat? She screams into the phone while waitresses stare on, and her boss is like, what? <laughs> Unfortunately, Shigure is there speaking to some other people who, much to Bichan's surprise, turn out to be his parents. There's a big Soma gathering happening at the same restaurant. Somos must be real elites, Michan says. True, there's a serious status gap between you and Richan, Shigure says, to which she replies with a sound that I can only describe as <laughs> <laughs> at least in the Japanese version. 
Kind of like Arbok. I thought about it for a long yeah. time. <laughs> <laughs> Shigure purposely doesn't want to pay his respects to Akito, who catches sight of him walking away with Michan as she arrives at dinner. We flash back to the phone call between Shigure and Kureno at the end of last season. You don't seem too surprised, Kureno says. Did you already figure out that I was freed from the curse? It was just a hunch, she says. But I feel a little better now. I see how it is. No wonder she wants to keep you close. She wouldn't want people to find out, and she'd be so saddeningly desperate. Shigure Nisan, Kureno says. I believe I know how you feel about her, and that you hate me, but yes, I hate you. I hate you a lot, Shigure says. Better thank me for making that clear. Now you can enjoy that gloomy act of yours all you want. How nice for you. Nisan, Kureno says. Still, I want to ask you not to cut Akito off. Please don't be any colder with her. She doesn't keep me close because she loves me. The one she wants to be with most has always been. Later in the evening after dinner, Akito returns to the main estate. Shigure has been waiting for her. He greets her. He asks how dinner was, and then comments that her outfit makes her look even more masculine than usual. Why did you come? What do you want? Akito asks. To apologize for not greeting you at the restaurant, Shigure says. And Akito asks who the woman he was with is. Someone from work, Shigure says. Slept with her yet? Akito asks, and Shigure laughs awkwardly and says that's harsh. Wow, I thought you slept with every woman you know, Akito says, and Shigure says she's being absurd. Well, you slept with that woman, though, Akito says. What woman? Shigure asks. Ren! How dare you? How dare you sleep with her? That was a long time ago, Shigure says, exasperatedly. You told me to leave. You know that's why I live in that house and not here. You all set up here without a fight, Akito argues. You wanted to get away from here. From me! And that's why you slept with her. You like her more. You want her more. I care about you more than anyone, he says. That's an unwavering truth. Akito's taken back for a moment. I thought you forgot, she says. He never forgot, and he asks if that's why she's been so upset. Why do you test me like that? Akito says. I'm not testing you. Don't you get it? I only slept with Ren because you slept with Kureno, he says. So it's my fault? I didn't do anything wrong, Akito protests. I'm special. The Zodiac members are mine, and I can do whatever I want with them. It's my right. We flash back again to Kureno and Shigure's phone conversation. Don't get the wrong idea, Kureno, Shigure says. I love Akito. I always have. I love her so much that sometimes I want to spoil her rotten. And sometimes I want to crush her into a pulp. In the present, Shigure sighs. If she doesn't understand, then there's no use talking about it anymore when they keep rehashing the same argument over and over again. He starts to leave. Akito turns, grabs him, and kisses him. You deny your womanhood, he says, after she pulls away. But you're always ready to use it against me. He pulls off her tie, and they fall to the floor together. We see the end of the memory of young Shigure and Akito. It's here, Shigure says, putting Akito's hand to his chest. Eternity is here. I'm always thinking of you. I missed you before. In the present, Shigure watches over Akito as she sleeps. He covers her with her jacket and touches her fingertips. I'm here forever, he thinks. You just haven't noticed yet. I was waiting that day and I never stopped. Meanwhile, outside Rin's school, Toru asks some girls about her. She's been absent again, but they can't remember the reason. Another stint in the hospital or recovering? Toru thanks them, and as the girls leave, they banter about whether she'll even be able to graduate. And it's crazy that he seems he might have a friend. Meanwhile, Toru worries. The wind blows and we see an unkempt path leading to a secluded room. The episode closes on Shigure sitting on the porch beside the garden where he told Akito that he loved her in the past, in his narration. I've been waiting all this time. I've been waiting right here for you. And we cut to the end credits. Yay. Wow, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like every week I surprise myself being able to talk. <laughs> all right, so how about that episode? What a good time. Mm-hmm. 
I wonder if people who don't watch this were like, whoa, Shigeru and Akito, whoa. <laughs> or not who don't watch this, who haven't read it, or like, whoa, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think it comes out of nowhere. No. Because, uh, like, there was stuff leading up to it before, like, when he was all all up in her room and stuff before. Mm-hmm. Right? <clears throat> yeah, yes. they definitely had, um, like, handsy moments before. <laughs> <laughs> like, reciprocal handsy moments, not just Akito <laughs> draped all over everybody. <laughs> like, yeah, like, as usual, right? <laughs> With the others. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the one I always think of is, uh, I think it's at the beach when like, Shigeru is sitting down and kind of like pulls Akito onto his lap, basically. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and then everyone in the audience is like, ooh. Yeah. Yeah? No? No? <laughs> <laughs> Before we talk about them, I wanted to mention one small thing, which is that, uh, first of all, Miji was short still <laughs> in, the, <laughs> in the episode. But there was like this little sad moment that I forgot about from the manga where he's like, oh, Momo wants to go to the school and Papa was worried, but then like, mm-hmm. I'll be up graduated by then, so it's fine or whatever. So I was like, oh, yeah. no. I really liked, um, I did watch the dub and I liked the uh, the dub acting on that moment because oh, yeah? Momo just, just likes just saying it so casually and is like, oh, but Papa was really worried. And it's like, he's so silly. She's a lot younger than me. I'll be long gone by then. And it's oh. just like, oh. <laughs> yeah, it was so sad. <laughs> And then meanwhile, Tor was like, I don't know who to talk to about my feelings, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Must be so awkward, because she can't tell her friends, because they don't know about the case, yeah. and then she can't tell, like... I mean, she kind of told, uh, like, Hana and Uo, but not exactly... Not everything, because mm-hmm. uh, the curse is also... The curse can break, I guess, which is, like, the big reveal that, so that yeah. she asked Kyo about later, right? <clears throat> but then Kyo's the only one she tries to talk to, <laughs> because they're in love. So, mm-hmm. you know... <laughs> that was good, I guess. <laughs> I always liked the paper flower scene. I feel like that's a big uh, Kyotoru shipper scene. Mm-hmm. So we got it, guys. We got it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I like the like extra romantic build up in the anime with like the sunset behind them and the music. And... It was like a crazy sound effect in the background that sounded like the wind blowing, but then there was no wind. <laughs> I was like, what is that noise? It was like kind of a staticky noise. But yeah, there was like a lot of dramatic buildup, and then the kids, bur- the other kids, burst in, which is pretty great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and also, uh, I did enjoy. I said this earlier when we were uh, summarizing, but I liked how Kyo was like freaking out in the background mm-hmm. while she's yeah. like being all worried. He's like, "What I do? I'm sorry. What? Did I do? <laughs> is it just the way I said it? Is it how I said it? You know?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like it's okay. You can be mad. She asked a really crazy question. Something <laughs> that's like the whole foundation of your life. You know. Uh, Kyo and Toru. Oh, I don't have anything to say about Kyo and Toru, actually. That was, like, the mm-hmm. only moment with them. Yeah. Just the friends are funny. Mm-hmm. I like that Kyo has, like, his secret Kyo fan club yeah. that he doesn't even know about. Of course, he would never believe that they exist, which is really funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like to just, like, I'm not going to kill them, but they can go to hell. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I removed a lot of things this time from the summary to, yeah. <laughs> to keep it tight, but that was one of the things I hesitated to remove. And I was like, mm-hmm. no, no. It's not important. They run off. Yeah. They decide they're going to Like, random classmate down. is like, that's a weird form of kindness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that was also, that scene was in the manga, which was funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, like, that part of that scene, I guess, the whole scene. Yeah. Right there. I enjoyed Machi uh, chasing Yuki down, complaining mm-hmm. to him about him roaming around. Yeah. I was like, please say patrolling. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> he seems so exasperated. I forget exactly how they translated it in the dub, but he was like, it's called patrolling or something like that. <laughs> I think the dub is like really good. This mm-hmm. side note, the dub's really killing it. I appreciated it. Yeah. Uh, 
I didn't watch that part with Omiji in the dub because I just there was a couple things that I wanted to see specifically, and that was the Machiyuki scene was one part and the Kyoto scene was one part. But also, like I wanted, I really wanted to hear Shigure being an asshole because, mm-hmm. um, wow, well, I just looked up his name, but I closed the the tag. It was John Bergmeier. John Bergmeier, who played Shigure in the original dub, played Shigure in the current dub. And like the original dub, we talked many times before about how the original like two thousand one two thousand one anime, mm-hmm. uh, whatever early two thousands anime. Um, Shigure was a bit more of a like happy-go-lucky kind of like comedy character. Like he had his dark moments, but it wasn't quite the same. So I really wanted to hear him being an asshole to Karina on the phone, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think he did a good job. It was really, uh, really sassy, especially mm-hmm. the scene where he's like, "Don't get me wrong, I love Akito, and I hate you." <laughs> I was like, yeah. "All right, cool." <laughs> yeah, it was good. I wasn't sure how the how it was going to sound in the dub because some of those like it's like I really, really hate you. Like it could mm-hmm. sound really silly, but it came across well. Yeah, it's just like. I hate you so much. <laughs> I really hate you. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> Poor <Karina>. so, <laughs> I know. I maintain that he's uh, not boring, just sad. Especially yes. <laughs> in this. What breaks my heart specifically in this scene, in the phone call is that he continues to call Shigure Nissan. He's like, oh, Shigure Nissan, Nissan. Mm-hmm. Like, like, uh, uh, like he's calling him, like Nissan is like older brother. But like, I just feel like it's like, you know, someone he's trying to, he's like was close to mm-hmm. who's just completely turned on him. Yeah, there's like a little sketch in the manga that said that like he used to really like really look up to Shigure mm. when they were younger. Probably still does, even though Shigure hates him now. <laughs> <laughs> Shigure is just super jealous, and he's like, I, yeah. just, "I hate you." I wonder if he'll like always hate him. You know, like if 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 Akito stopped sleeping with uh, Kareno, do you think Shigure would get over it? I kind of feel like he wouldn't. This is a hypothetical question. <laughs> I think he might, because just so much of his like stuff is wrapped up around the Ikido issue. I feel like once that's resolved, he'd be, like, way more relaxed. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. It's possible. Like, everything's fine. (laughs) I feel like this is uh, the first time in the anime we're seeing, like, his full kind of deal. Like, we've seen him be really sassy and bitchy before. Like, specifically to Kareno. Mm -hmm. Like, this is... The phone conversations continued from last time, where I guess you could... I guess maybe not construe it, but like it seems like more the tone is more like, oh, you're free from the curse and like you're. Well, I guess he said, uh, you know, like, shouldn't you have left Akito back then or whatever in the phone mm-hmm. call last season? I forget. The phone call is split. Like, we don't see all the phone call. <laughs> it was split between this episode and like the one, the last couple, right? Like the yeah. last episode from last season and the first one from this season and this one. It's kind of sprinkled throughout. So, um,. But anyway, now I guess we really know the reason, which is that Akito mm-hmm. was sleeping with Kareno, which we knew. But that Shigure is particularly jealous of that, which we kind of knew, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, this time, this time we learned the hottest gossip of Furubo, which <laughs> is that Shigure, to get back Akito, Shigure slept with Ren. Mm-hmm. Which is <laughs> significant. Yeah. <laughs> For reasons we saw last time, which is that Akito hates Ren... I feel like he, like, sat down for a few minutes and was like, who's the worst possible person I could pick? <laughs> I mean, it's a good choice. If yeah. It's going to be a vengeful dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I thought one of the lines that's interesting, this is all kind of tied together, the the, the thing that I'm trying to say, which is, <laughs> uh, Shigure says this line to Akito, which is like, for someone who denies your femininity, you're always willing to use it against me. And I think we've seen a lot of the way that uh, we've seen a lot of Akito's like misogynistic behavior up till now in the series. Mm-hmm. And one of the interesting things with Akito's character is like we know now that 
she's a woman herself and i don't think i can't remember how in how in depth we talked about this when we talked about this in the in the manga but like uh on this podcast we specifically refer to her as female like we use female pronouns for her because like i don't think that her gender identity is necessarily it's more like how she how she presents like it's not necessarily that she she feels like she's male Mm -hmm. it's that ren raised her that way for whatever reason uh, forced on her she didn't have a a choice in that so yeah possible that down the road she might like look at herself and make a different choice but Mm -hmm. um and so we see her kind of like act it's i guess against uh people who present in a super like not super in a more feminine way so all of the like the women and girls in the zodiac that we've seen so far are the ones who tend to get you know bear the brunt of akito's abusive behavior Mm -hmm. people like rin in particular um not so much kagura but like kisa yeah and so when you know with shigure going and sleeping with ren someone who she hates she also kind of uh kido says like you know you you like her more than me like you prefer her over me and stuff mm-hmm. so she's obviously kind of jealous of of ren and i think you can interpret that as like maybe of like ren's i don't know femininity or the way that she can express her herself and her gender the way mm-hmm. that she chooses to because yeah, Ren basically like, like uses her sex appeal <clears throat> against the Zodiac, like mm-hmm. or like tries to, right? So yeah, yeah. I think there's obviously some like insecurity mixed in with the the straight up jealousy there. Yeah, that's what it seems like from her mm-hmm. dialogue for sure and her behavior. I feel like we haven't seen that many scenes yet, but I feel like there's a lot. <laughs> there's mm-hmm. a lot going you can pull from them, right? Yeah. <laughs> and more to come, surely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I feel like it's finally, like, sometimes because we've read this before, I forget, like, this is the first time that this is revealed that, what like, what Shigure did and what the real crux of their, like, kind of, the crux of Shigure and Akito's kind of, like, fight is, I guess. Yeah. I did, like, the animation of the part where he's like, you told me to get out. And she's like, and you left without, like, fighting. And the animation has him just being like, okay, bye. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I mean, I feel like he did that not because... If he actually acted that way, because it's a flashback, so we don't know if that's really what happened. Mm -hmm. But if he acted that way, he definitely did it to piss her off. Because earlier in the episode, (laughs) he was like, oh yeah, I totally forgot that, like, touching moment between us, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, she's like, do you remember? And he's like, what? (laughs) I was like, wow, so rude. So (laughs) mean. It's also sad in the phone call that Karina was like, can you please, like, stop being a dick to Akito? Like, he's like, she doesn't keep me around because she loves me. You know, she keeps me around because... It makes you jealous, basically. Mm-hmm. One thing I liked with the uh, anime visuals, I don't know if this was, like, it could have been, like, the intent of the uh, the manga, but it's black and white, but I like mm-hmm. the uh, the use of the red and white flowers. Oh, yeah, I, I noticed that, and mm-hmm. gave specifically gave Akito a red flower, yeah. which was nice, because mm-hmm. it's like the red flower he gave her as a child. <laughs> mm-hmm. I also like the, um, uh, the specific... Uh, translation of like shigure's dialogue in the flashback which is a little different a little different than the manga Mm -hmm. translation where he says like eternity is here like Mm -hmm. like i think in the manga just said like i'll be here forever or something yeah so like for eternity i'll be here Hmm. which is like kind of this yeah kind of the same gist but i liked the the, like eternity is here here. like while he's touching like his own his own heart because like the whole concept of like akito like desperately seeking eternity and the Mm. never-ending banquet and stuff like he specifically says, "I missed you," which he said in both, but like, yeah, 
he's also referring to like the feel i guess the feeling of um when they all realized that the god of the zodiac was being born mm -hmm. going to be born or whatever yeah because this is like i was waiting on that day and like i still am or whatever i'm still waiting now that was mm -hmm. like the last hold on wait i can tell you what it said in at least in the subtitle because that's only mm -hmm. in case anybody was curious normally i take like the dialogue from the subtitle unless i hear something really good in the dub anyway he said uh it was translated in subtitles as i've been waiting all this time i've been waiting right here for you but yeah i think in the in the dub it was like eternity is here um so yeah i forgot yeah. i think it was eternity i think it said eternity he said <laughs> i think he said eternity is here in both the sub and dub he just it was just different from the manga okay yeah 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 translation but yeah i like that uh that choice so like we said we we seen Shigeru and Akito's relationship sort of a, a little bit before in the past, but now we finally know how fucked up it is. How <laughs> great. How great, guys. <laughs> it's interesting how strongly he feels in their relationship. I like the line. I mean, it's really dark, but I like the line where he's like, I, I want to spoil her rotten, and then I want to, but I also want to crush her into a pulp, you know, because he's mm -hmm. like, so jealous. Actually, I guess I don't have that much to say about this episode. It's going to be a short episode mm -hmm. <laughs> for us, I feel like. Um, yeah, it's fairly... Um... It's a fairly straightforward uh, adaptation. They like moved a couple tiny things around for like pacing reasons. But... Yeah, you. We were also discussing before because I was like, "Is the memory with Shigure in a different chapter?" And it was in um, the second chapter of the ones that this kind of covers. Um, mm -hmm. So they put it at the beginning of the episode, which is nice. It also kind of like bookends it. Yeah, they do a lot of stuff with the like manga is obviously pretty different, and like chapters come out one at a time and stuff. So. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's nice when they kind of, like, move stuff around a little bit to, like, bookend the episode or tie things together better. So that's what yeah. they did this time, which was a good choice, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I still like the opening theme song, and mm -hmm. I refuse to not listen to it when, <laughs> when it goes through. <laughs> oh, and they made a little change to the uh, the end credits. Oh, yeah. With the shelf that it starts with. Like, uh, in the first episode, it had um, Toru's scarf, scarf laying down there, and now it's got... Uh, the, the hat, hat and, the and uh, a paper flower. So. Mm -hmm. Cute. Mm -hmm. Very cute. I wonder so how many of those... Uh... Yeah, it'll be cute if they change that, <gasps> like, every time to some little thing. Maybe they will. That'd be sweet. I was going to say, I wonder how many of those paper flowers got stolen by people giving them to their love interests. I mean, <laughs> yeah. there's, like, so many of them. <laughs> the people in charge of the decorations are like, what? where do these flowers keep going? It's like, we ask people to just, like, make six flowers each, and, like, <laughs> we've only... We don't... We've barely gotten any. <laughs> Oh, yeah, and then the other thing that happened was Toru was investigating where Rin is, so she went to try to meet Rin at school, and she wasn't there. Mm -hmm. And she was, like, sick again, I guess. Toru's worried about her, which is cute, I think. Yeah. She made a friend. <laughs> <laughs> Rin made a friend. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, it's good that Toru made another friend, too, I guess. Yeah. She only has her, like, three friends. But <laughs> Yeah, well, I met Rin. <laughs> <laughs> I do like how, wasn't it Haru was like, oh, Rin, you made a friend. Wasn't that in the New Year's episode? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I loved, oh, we kind of talked about Machi and Yuki, but I love how Machi can used to be like, Yuki's like, did you mean to find me? Or did you want me for something? She's like, no. And then he's like, really? Like, and she's like, yes. Yeah, like he was like, no, hold on. Yeah. Like, wait a minute. I've, I've deduced that you ran all the way here such so much that you're out of breath and you said you don't, you didn't do that for a reason. She's like, maybe I did. <laughs> and he's like, which is it? Yeah. No, but actually, yes. But actually, yes. <laughs> and she just wanted to say hi which was cute and then he's like so touched mm -hmm. he like blushed blushed and then patted her head 
which is obviously the most important symbol of affection, as mm-hmm. dictated by shoujo manga <laughs> yes. and anime. I also like the little bit where he like looks out the window and sees like the little group of friends mm. like having fun, and he just like smiles and says that looks fun. Whereas like mm-hmm. before, he would get all like yeah weird, insecure, and, and weird about insecure. it. So, yeah. <laughs> Look out the window, sort of like longingly, but but uh, forlornly, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's supposed to be like that's cute, and then mm-hmm. like moving on with his life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's cute. He's he knows how to people now. <laughs> now he just needs to learn to cook. <gasps> <laughs> he can he can do it if he perseveres according to him <laughs> at least <laughs> what did he say maybe I just need the motivation or something <laughs> I, think the manga, <laughs> like, Don't. I think in the manga he's like all I'm lacking is drive or something yeah. but... <laughs> and she goes yeah, like you mean book. talent <laughs> <laughs> I do like when Toru comes back in the last episode which we definitely talked about he's like I it was so bad. I didn't. It was so weird. I couldn't even tell if it was bad. Just kidding. It was bad. I almost died. Like, <laughs> and he's like, maybe I can't do it. Maybe I can't do it. <laughs> Hope we get more Kyo soon. He was pretty quiet in the last two episodes. All he did was come in and be like, Sugar is going to be home late. <clears throat> wink, wink. And then <laughs> yeah. he came in and had one cute chippy moment and then went about his business in both episodes, yeah. basically. Pretty much. I mean, I guess that's all I can ask for at this point. <laughs> yeah. Well, right now he's enjoying his time with Toru. Until the day can. comes that he gets locked up forever. <laughs> Sad face. Okay. Well, do you have any other things to talk about from this episode? I don't think so. Okay. Well, do you want to go talk about the rest of the series in the spoiler section? <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. Thank you all for listening. This was oddly short, I feel, but <laughs> it's straightforward. There's a love triangle. Shit's crazy. Toru's still <laughs> dealing with all her all the things that she learned from Kureno. And Shigure is pissed off. Shigure mm-hmm. is jealous. I feel like that's what we learned this time. Yes. <laughs> oh, and everybody's cute. Ships are happening. It's happening. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good. Well, if you're not sticking around for spoilers, then thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. For, oh, what's the episode called? Hold oh. on, wait. Don't say goodbye. Oh, it's called I Hope <laughs> It Snows. <laughs> I smiled knowingly because I'm excited. <laughs> Yep, so we'll see you next week for I Hope It Snows. Now can I say bye? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye. I mean, you can say whatever you want, I guess. <laughs> Just interrupt you randomly. Bye. <laughs> bye. In the middle of, like, in the middle of the summer. Yeah. <laughs> All right, see you later. I don't think you have to say bye. Hey, hi. We're back to talk about spoilers. Are you ready? Yay. Are you ready to talk about... The cat's room? <laughs> no. I don't think I am. I was like, when my, when they cut to that room, when Toru's like, I wonder how Suzu is, or whatever, and it cuts away to that room, and Shiguri's doing his, like, narration over it. Mm-hmm. Afterward, I was like, my heart was beating so fast. I was like, I don't want to see her in the room. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I surprised myself by being upset. It's <laughs> what I'm saying. Can't wait. I just can't wait for next time. Actually, we won't hear for about Rin this to go for a through while. it again. <laughs> yeah, again. It's okay. I love Rin. It'll be fine in the end. Harvey's gonna do the thing, and everything's gonna be okay. I think Akito's um, violence is portrayed a lot more in in more. Um, I was gonna say strongly, but that doesn't even make sense. Um, more intensely in the anime than in the manga. I mean, partly because it's animated, but partly just like I think they exaggerate it. I mean. 
Ikido pushed Ren through like five doors last time. <laughs> so who knows what that scene with Rin's going to be like. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. We'll see what happens. But yeah, they showed the cat's room. It's hard to... I just described it in the summary as like, and then they showed a room and now Sugar <laughs> is talking. Because like you couldn't even see like hands on the window like in the manga. You can kind of see that someone's back there, but it was pretty hard to tell. It was mm-hmm. pretty like foggy, the glass, I felt. I wonder how long it's going to be till then. Like it's a while in between, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I can't remember exactly, but... Let's do a flip. Let's find out. Oh, they're going to graduate. I'm going to have to say Matoko again. Oh, no. <laughs> At the end of the chapter 103, it's Akito leaving the room with the scissors. Oh, it's actually not that long from now, because Akito... Oh, not Akito. Karina sees the maid in the chapter after that. Uh, so, yeah, it's maybe only a few episodes away. It might be, like, two or three. It might <laughs> be, like, even the one after next week, they might do some. Or maybe they'll draw it out a little bit longer, but, like, all the rest of, like... So the first chapter of volume 18 is like the Machi stuff that's going to be next time for sure. But then like a significant portion of this volume has all the stuff with Rin. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that'll probably happen pretty soon. If not next week. Oh my god, at the end of this volume it's when Toru confesses accidentally to Shigeru and Rin. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what a good time it's going to be, guys. <laughs> oh. I love that part. <laughs> I know, so do I. <laughs> it's not soon enough. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> uh... <laughs> Oh, that's going to be a good time. Like how both Rin and Shigeru are kind of like, crap. <laughs> <laughs> Rin is like, no. And Shigeru is like, no. You weren't <laughs> supposed to be here for that reason. You yeah. Know? They're like, I love how, isn't Shigeru like, why kyo? Like, yeah. <laughs> after. <laughs> I think the Rin's the one who like straight up says like, why him? But yeah. <laughs> Shigeru's like, I didn't mean for this to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I think he regretted it. Yeah. I think he does genuinely feel bad about how he got Toru involved. Not enough to stop, but I do think he genuinely like <laughs> He's feels like, oh, guilt no. over that. <laughs> stop. He might. Because really all he cares about is people getting in the way of him and Akito. And so I don't think he actually like meant for her to get that deeply involved mm-hmm. in all the problems with the family. He was just trying to... Yeah, he was just like, this will be interesting. And then... <laughs> well, he just wanted to shake things up so that Akito mm-hmm. would uh, would change and realize that she didn't need everybody else or whatever. So Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So they're talking about the curse breaking eventually and Toru shows up and she's like, when? Mm-hmm. That's no good. And they're like, it's fine. If not by this spring, then it's no good. Mm-hmm. Then Kyo could. And then they're all like, Kyo could? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think it's uh, Rin. Rin says Kyo of all people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Other people don't hate him like the Junishi. Jeez. <laughs> oh, and then it's all just like internal monologue after that at the end of the chapter. I hope everybody can hear my, like, page flipping in the background. Soon. Mm-hmm. But you know what's coming next time, most importantly, is, snow f- is like, walking around in the snow and Yuki yeah, and Machi Yuki being and Machi. cute. Breaking chalk. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited about it. When I saw that that was the title card that came up, I was like, oh, yay! Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that the one where um, Kahiru drags him to Machi's house? And <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they're like, we're here! And she tries to slam the door on them. Exactly, I was going to say where Kakeru gives Yuki Machi's bra. Yes, yes, that's the episode. Yeah, for anyone following the their... manga, it's the beginning of volume 18. Yeah, their most sibling-like interactions. <laughs> I think they make good siblings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, this is the one where Kimi's like, Kimi will always believe in Machi. <laughs> it's like, how could He's it? like, no, Kimi believed in you. Kimi believed in you. <laughs> oh, I love Kimi. 
Kimmy's like Loki, the best character in the series. Pretty much. <laughs> I refuse to believe otherwise. <laughs> I just really loved. I had when we read the we read the manga. I had completely forgotten that like little flashback of her as like a child. Which yeah, it's like one of my favorite part things that happened. <laughs> it's like this is great. I like that Kimi gets her own backstory. Even now, it doesn't get a backstory because he's, unlike Karino now, is kind of boring. <laughs> he's just very static. Yeah. He gets like a a short backstory. Like it's only like from a year or two ago. <laughs> I think that will also happen next time. That's the chapter right after the Machi one. It's like where uh, they all graduate and like Matoko thanks Yuki and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And um, now it's like, ah. What comes next if it's book goodbye? Is next what comes next is hello or whatever. Mm-hmm. Nice to meet you, something like that. So he has a sweet little one sweet moment that's coming mm-hmm. up, I think. If they don't like cut it or whatever. Yeah. Which I don't think they would have to. But mm. I do relate to now is like, can everyone please just do their work? <laughs> <laughs> everyone shut up. <laughs> I think that's the one also where they're like Kakiru was like, and then we'll skate down the halls. And Yuki's like, that's stupid. And now it's like, that's stupid or whatever. <laughs> I think it was that one. <laughs> Maybe that was last time, though. I forget. Because this is like kind of spring. So. Oh, no, no. It must be this because they're talking about snow. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think it is this one. <laughs> that's fun. <laughs> well, anyway, that'll be fun. I'm excited. I like Yuki and Machi. They're a good pairing. Mm-hmm. I was really happy when they put. I mean, not that I didn't think it would happen, but the opening credits where they have like uh the kyo and then like the three panels of toru and then yuki and the three panels of machi and mm-hmm. that very much like machi needs attention she needs as much attention as toru except not really because mm-hmm. toru's main character the yeah. main character's story but you know what i mean <laughs> in my heart they need the same <laughs> amount of attention i guess <laughs> i think uh caitlin glass is playing machi and uh, i think she's doing a good job in the mm. dub i enjoyed that scene slash directing also the uh, voice of winry she must just be a great person obviously (laughs) (laughs) and lust of course toru is the lust lust. (laughs) naturally my mind (laughs) naturally and does amazing at both when i yeah when i think about toru my natural leap is to think about lust (laughs) (laughs) and she's uh, married to roy mustang i believe what (laughs) Travis, what's his face? <laughs> William? I don't know. I actually don't remember the voice actor who played Roy Mustang. That's funny, though. <laughs> <laughs> we found out while we were just before the podcast that uh, Shigure, the voice of Shigure did the voice of Dolcetto. If you're, if you're reading uh, <laughs> FMA with us, which I think some people are. This isn't related to Furba spoilers, but it is moderately interesting. <laughs> Yes, he was a dog both times. <laughs> He's a dog, and then he was a dog. Isn't it great? <laughs> yeah, Travis Willingham <laughs> married Laura Bailey in 2011. Who? Trav- who? Travis Willingham. Oh, okay. Cute. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't have any other things to say, so... Yeah, I think um, we covered it. We, we we talked about it. It happened. Yes, we we watched it, and it was good. We watched it, and then we talked about it. We'll see what's in, on tour shelf next week. Mm-hmm. The most exciting mm-hmm. thing. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> Although she didn't get any new things this... Well, I don't know. She's not really the focus. If it's going to be ma- about Machi and then about like Yuki and Nao and uh, Motoko or whatever, then Toru's not really the focus of those episodes. So mm-hmm. maybe she won't get anything new, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week for uh, Snow Time, whatever yeah, the title so. was. <laughs> Snow Time. <laughs> I think it should just be called Snow Snow Shenanigans.
<laughs> it's no shenanigans. It's no nanigans. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say shenanigans. I think shenanigans is better. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye bye. Bye. I'm sad. Yuki Kun. Makoto. Nope. Yeah, Makoto. <laughs> I second guessed myself. I have so much anxiety about him and Motoko. <laughs> Motoko laments and stumbles off sadly. <laughs> yeah, you said it wrong. God damn it. <sighs> Hold on. Let me just take a deep center- centering breath. <sighs> okay. <laughs> and you've already punished me for it. You told me to leave. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> started screaming for no reason. <laughs>